For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Mark A from The Mark A Show. Would you like to get a copy of my brand new book, Go Trump Yourself, 10 Ways to Live Like Trump in a Joe Biden Economy? Then go to GoTrumpYourself.com right now. That's GoTrumpYourself.com. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marquee Show. Exactly how it should be done. Thank you, Reba, for making us proud. Oh, man, I enjoyed it too. I saw a lot of back and forth on the old Twitter or X or whatever you call it about Reba's performance, but I thought it, I thought she did a great job. It was very country. I'll give her that. But I mean, so is her name's Reba. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, she is. So. I mean, well, you don't you don't become a singer named Reba and not have a little twang in your anthem. 855-940-MARKS, which reminded me of, by the way, I mean, again, I liked Reba. I thought it was a great job. I don't know. I mean, it was no Chris Stapleton. I mean, that's when Soul just gives me chills. It was like two, three years ago, right? It was the Eagles yeah, game. Yeah, three years, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just so good. That's just so good. That's to me. I mean, I wasn't there when Francis Scott Key wrote the national anthem. 
Shocking. Um, <laughs> I think Joe Biden was, but I know I wasn't. Uh, but I imagine that's kind of what he was thinking in his head was that 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 raspy, you know, that uh, American heartland soul. I mean, they didn't even have cowboys back then, but I just imagine he didn't like the West didn't even exist. Texas wasn't a state, but I still think that's that's probably what he was. It's probably what he was looking for. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. We thank you for being here. Oh, look, we got a lot to talk about today, and none of it is regarding the Super Bowl whatsoever, which will be thrilling for a lot of... We're not going to mention Taylor Swift at all. In fact, if you mention Taylor Swift today at all, Hannah, then uh, you're going to have to drink. Out of the two of us, who mentions Taylor Swift more? I mean, it's because I talk more, but I'm just saying we're going to have a, <laughs> we're going to have a, now that the Super Bowl's over, uh, we can have a no Taylor Swift, um, we can have a new, no Taylor Swift clause until, of course, she uh, stands up to promote Joe Biden, which I'm going to be honest with you. After what's been going on the last couple of days, I don't know that she's going to be endorsing Joe Biden. I don't know that the Swifties are going to be drawn to the well-meaning elderly man with the poor memory the way they would have been, you know, a couple weeks ago. In fact, I don't even think the Swifties, and I know I wasn't going to talk oh about Taylor goodness. Swift, but <laughs> we're going to talk about it for a little I don't think the Swifties are going to be fans of, of football and or Kelsey Tra of the Travis variety after what happened yesterday. Did you watch the football game yesterday? No. You didn't? No. Okay, did you see where Travis Kelsey was so angry at his coach, a uh, guy named a guy by the name of, uh, what's the coach's name? Andy Reid. Thank you. Uh, runs up to Andy Reid, literally sl like body slams him. Mm -hmm. And Andy Reid ain't no spring chicken. He's not one of those young coaches. No, he's 65. He's like, and he, I believe he could. And again, this isn't a, this isn't a dig. This is just a, an observation, I believe morbidly obese. Like you he could have just said hefty. I mean, fine. He's a large dude. He could have all kinds. He could have diabetes. He could have a weak heart. He could have high blood pressure. We don't. You're just not the kind of guy you should be body checking if you are a 280 pound solid six foot four tight end with three Super Bowl. You just, I'm just saying it doesn't. You know, it's not a fair fight. Right. And he body checks him and starts screaming at him, screaming at him during the game because he didn't like being taken out for a play or he, he wasn't on the field for a play and there was a, a big, uh, the fumble, you know, the other end, the, in the San Francisco 49ers recovered the ball and Travis Kelsey was like, if I'd been in there, it wouldn't happen. He went up and he yelled at the coach. And while I personally have never actually body checked, like slammed physically into my boss, grabbed him and started screaming what I really think about him into his face. I'm not saying I've never thought about it. I'm just saying I've never actually done it. Right. Usually Hannah stops me, but, um, <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, if that had happened to anyone else in any other scenario, I think, number one, they would have been fired. They at least would have been benched. A couple of other NFL players were said, like, I'd have been sent to the locker room or fined or thrown out of the league. And Travis Kelsey just uh, gets what no one ever says. And they just he gets to make out with Taylor Swift on the field. He gets a Super Bowl ring. There's confetti and no one brings it up, which leads me to believe that they're definitely I mean, that's proof positive that there's a two tiered system of justice. Well, and what's crazy, too, is did you hear that Andy Reid had actually like talked positively about Travis Kelsey after that? He's like he was just really excited, riled up. He wanted to be in the game. Yeah. You know what and a lot I was of people like, Whoa, you just made an excuse for him like physically body checking you? I've heard a lot of people have been blaming the multiple boosters that he has received. Mm. Now I can neither confirm nor deny how many boosters he's received. I do know on the commercial he got both his flu vaccine and his COVID vaccine at the same time. I also know he gets a lot of money from Pfizer. Uh, but I'm not sure how many boosters he's had. Anyway, it doesn't matter. A lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying that's one of the reasons why, you know, uh, roid rage could be, could be Pfizer rage or it could be Pfizer, um, it could be a Pfizer fumes. Like, like you're fuming. <laughs> I've got the Pfizer fume. I'm fuming mad. Yeah. Like, but it would be fume with a PF. 
instead of just just that. Nice. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. Eight five five nine. But that's it. No more talk of uh, no more talk of Taylor Swift today on the show, or else there's gonna be consequences. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. We will chit chit chat a little bit about another female icon. Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States of America. And we know that because she likes to refer to herself as such. I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. But she says she's ready to be president should the need arise. And a lot of people are saying, oh, the need's probably, probably going to arise probably faster than any of us uh, ever wanted. Joan, Shanghai, Shanghai, I think I pronounced it correctly. Yeah, they, she was on an uh, Air Force Two. She was flying back with some reporters, and they asked her, are you ready to jump in if you need to jump in? And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to jump in. The question is, does Kamala Harris know where Mexico is? Because that's really one of the big problems we have in the White House. As you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. Yeah, but that wasn't true. He talked to he did, it's not Mexico that that borders Gaza. We we went through we went we covered all that last week. But something happened during the Super Bowl yesterday. It was one of the ads. It wasn't the Bud Light ad. Bud Light now trying to re-masculinize itself. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, I don't know if they're trying to make themselves hipper with the younger male crowd. In fact, we were talking about this during Mark K Saves the Republic, the morning podcast. There was a concept. The uh, the woman that they fired, the woman with the long German name who came up with the Dylan Mulvaney failed Budweiser or Bud Light account, uh, March Madness um, advertising campaign. That woman, she said, you know, there was this, there was this thought or there was this market uh, mentality that Bud Light was the fraternity boy beverage of choice, which is true. It is because A, uh, chicks dig it. And when you're in a fraternity, you want chicks to come to your party and B, it's cheap. So, so those were, I mean, when you're in a fraternity, when you're in college, every, you're trying to attract women and you're trying to spend as little money as possible doing it. So Bud Light is a great, it's a great addition to any fraternity party. And she was trying to get rid of all that. So she hired Dylan Mulvaney. Well, you know, the rest of the story. Now they've got this new campaign where they're trying to make it the fraternity boy beverage again. And they had the Bud Light genie and the Bud Light genie was granting stupid wishes. Like I want a one big bicep and I want to fight in the, uh, with Dana White in the, in the, uh, you know, the UFC. And I want to, uh, I want uh, house parties. All, like I would, let's go to the, it was just, they're basically trying to be the bro beer again. Um, and they're spending millions of dollars today at post Malone, in the ad as well, Post Malone and Peyton Manning, all these people whose initials are PM, were in the ad. And then they were all there also at the game. So a lot of money being spent to try to wash away the memory of Dylan Mulvaney from anything, any Bud Light advertising. But one of the ads that really, that took us all by surprise, one of the, I didn't know ahead of time that this ad was going to air. I didn't know anything about it. I was sitting there watching it and all of a sudden it came on and I was glued. I was riveted. And after this ad played, it started to trend, like trend, trend. It was everywhere. It was all over the Twitter. It was all over the news. People were people were blowing up my hip going, did you see that? Did you see that? And it was the ad for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. As far as I know, because, I, you know, like I had to get up and do stuff. Um, I got a life. But uh, as far as I know, it was the only political ad that ran during the Super Bowl, which says a lot because, A, not, I mean, I don't think the networks like a lot of political advertising. They sure as 
They sure as heck fire would not allow a Donald Trump ad to run during the Super Bowl. And I don't even think they would allow a Joe Biden one to run, although Joe Biden said something before the stupid uh, Super Bowl, which makes me think it's it should be renamed the Stupid Bowl. Um, but this Kennedy ad was very intriguing for a couple of reasons. Number one, it was well produced. Number two, it harkened back to a bygone nostalgic day for baby boomers. And number three, it it kind of hit right at the right moment and it hit right at the right I guess it was a pain point for the Biden campaign, and that is his age, him being an elderly man with a poor memory. And it was a throwback to one of his uncle's old presidential ads. They basically lifted the ad, lifted the jingle, took out JFK, put in RFK Jr., and aired it during the Super Bowl. <laughs> A man for president who's seasoned through and through. A man who's old enough to know. And young enough to do. Well, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's strictly up to you. American Value 2024 is responsible for the content of this advertisement. That's the line right there. A man who's old enough to know and young enough to do which is a direct dig at Joe Biden. Um, and let's face it, probably Donald Trump as well, because that's the new narrative, that they're both too old to be president. We need someone with youthful uh, vigor and who can you know, bench press 300 pounds with Joe Rogan on the beach and is an anti-vaxxer and all these other things. But I mean, that's the other thing about this ad that I thought was so brilliant. Not only does it speak to a certain generation, not only does it pinpoint Kennedy as the person that he is, a Kennedy, but also his current clan, his current family members, the 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 Kennedys that are left, you know, around Massachusetts and Martha's Vineyard and all those other places, they hate him. They're, they just they don't want him to be a Democrat. They're out there trying to separate themselves from RFK Jr. They're trying to say, look, he's an anti-vaxxer. He's not. He doesn't understand the woke culture. He doesn't understand that we need to send countless, endless millions and billions of dollars to Ukraine because that's how we all get rich. He doesn't understand any of that. So they're trying to separate themselves from Kennedy. And he ran this ad during the Super Bowl, basically reminding everybody, not only am I a Kennedy, but my uncle was president of the United States of America. Kennedy, 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 Kenned
you. 855-940 said no one ever. 855-940 Mark is our number. Quick break. More Mark K shows. Oh, we've got some uh, we've got some uh, generation gap coming up, which is very exciting. And uh, details on what's going on with the Donald Trump and Nikki Haley campaigns as well. Don't go anywhere, folks. We will be right back. <laughs> game for the Super Bowl was disappointing because we anticipated them showing Taylor a lot more. So we had to do some chugging at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, there's always reason to do it. Plus, it went into overtime, so there was an extended uh, drinking period yesterday. 855-940-MARK is our number. There was actually a sh and we're not talking about Taylor Swift at all today, but there was a viral video of Taylor Swift doing shots in the in the uh, I guess you would say the oh the sweet I think she was in Roger Goodell's suite and there's one of her just pounding a shot and slamming it down I was like oh my gosh is Taylor Swift playing her own drinking game <laughs> like they show oh there I am glug and uh, I don't did know, she take it with Blake Lively I don't think so I think she just took it straight eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number no chaser eight five five nine four zero six two seven five Ed from Jacksonville how are you Ed what's on your mind sir what do you want to say. Well, I just uh, wanted to point out that I saw Kelsey get two Band-Aids, but I never saw the needle touch his arm. So just throwing that out there. You're talking about the Pfizer ad? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, there, look, there's a truth in advertising clause that if you promote that you've done something in an ad, for example, you know, any kind of endorsement, right, you must also, uh, you, you, you can't say, hey, I got these uh, these band-aids because I got shots and not actually get the shots. That would be that would be false advertising. Look, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm just saying that it it I'm pretty sure he's gotten pricked. 855-940 Mark is our number. 855-9. Although I don't know. I wasn't there either. 855-940 Mark. Listen, we gotta take a quick break. When we get back more on RFK Jr. becoming a third-party candidate that the left is gonna have to contend with, and Kamala Harris. Madam President, it could happen very, very soon. More on that on the way. Stay tuned. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. I don't know about you. But these commercials were way too woke. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. I imagine, it, I mean, the whole thing's, the whole thing's woke. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855 But we're not going to talk about that anymore. And we're not talking about Taylor Swift. This is our Taylor Swift-free broadcast today. So if you're, if you're, we got, in fact, yesterday I was, uh, I was, I took the dogs for a walk. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take the dogs for a walk, shower, make some dinner. And then everyone's going to watch the game. And I get a text message from Hannah. And it says, what did it say? It said, Something about a push alert that we just got, right? Do you remember that? Yeah. I you, you texted me and you said, I can't believe that push alert. And I looked at my phone trying to find the push alert. I was like, I don't see it. So I go, what What did it say? Hannah, what did the push alert say? Okay. Well, now let me open it. <laughs> the push alert said, and I quote, in all capitals, she made it, exclamation point. <laughs> Taylor Swift arrives at Super Bowl to watch Travis Kelsey and Chiefs play the 49ers after wrapping Japan shows Saturday. All right, so we got a push alert from the news department. She made it. 
Taylor Swift arrives at Super Bowl to watch Travis Kelsey and Chiefs play four down. By the way, Hannah, you just violated the no Taylor Swift mention rule. I mean. So you're in big trouble. Um, but I will say this. That was that. And then I was I, I, it was everywhere. It was really the number. Ian Rappaport. You know who Ian Rappaport is? I do. He is the number one. I guess you would say football reporter. He knows all the gossip. He knows all the insider information. If somebody's getting cut, he knows about it before they do. If somebody's signing a massive contract, he knows how much it's for. If somebody's getting traded, if a coach is getting fired, if. You know, he probably knew who was going to win the Super Bowl before anybody else did, and that's his guy. And he and he even tweeted, uh, "She has landed with video of her walking through the tunnel. Her being Taylor Swift, who we are not going to mention on today's broadcast." Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. You know who else knows a lot about football? Apparently, who? Ron DeSantis's son, Mason DeSantis. Mason DeSantis uh, is the uh, the son of Ron. He's got three kids, two daughters and a boy. And Governor DeSantis posted, uh, I guess a couple, he posted this, must have been a couple weeks ago before the, the NFC and the AFC championship game. It was his son picking not only the winners of both of those games, but the winner of the Super Bowl. Listen to this. All right, so Mason, who's going to win the Chiefs versus the Ravens? The Chiefs. And then who do you think, who's, who's playing in the other game? Uh... That's a choice yard and a holy Okay, and who do you- By the way, he's holding his lip like kids, he's pulling, he's playing with his lip. I mean, he's That's like little, he, little, right? He's little, little, and he's playing with his lip and he's kind of being silly. That's why he kind of sounds like that. But he picked the first, <laughs> he said the Chiefs were going to beat the Ravens, which they did. And he knew that the Lions and the 49ers were playing each other, which is good. And then here, here are the rest of his, uh, here are the rest of his picks. Who do you think is going to win that one? Uh, maybe I'd choose... The 49ers. Yeah, okay, so that means the Super Bowl will between be between the 49ers and the Chiefs. Who do you think is going to win that game? I think that the, that the Chiefs will uh, beat the Warriors. Beat the 49ers? Yeah. Yeah, there you go, perfect. Okay, now, Mason, let's do the presidential election. Who's going to win the Republican primary? <laughs> okay, good. Who's going to win the Democrat? Joe Biden? Perfect. Now, that means the presidential election will be between Joe Biden and uh, and, Ron, and uh, Donald Trump. Who's going to win? Who's going to have me funny? 855, I think I'm going to tweet that. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275 is the number if you're trying to get through. Now, uh, before we get into any of that, there is, before we get into Kamala Harris being the 47th president of the United States, there was another clip that Joe Biden recorded. And again, this just goes to speak to the tone deafness of Joe Biden's White House and pretty much the entire Democrat Party, not to mention the media. They are tone deaf in their messaging. They are tone, they are, they are separated from reality. They have just sliced themselves off from reality and they want absolutely nothing to do with it. They've lanced it like some kind of boil growing on their backsides. This is something that reality is nowhere near the Democrat Party and the President of the United States because he recorded this little I guess we call it a promo video or whatever for the Super Bowl. This is Joe Biden. Listen carefully to his message to Americans. The Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know? Now, I originally thought he was talking about young women. <laughs> but because, you know, he likes to see like, oh, snacks smell delicious. But he was talking about actual food and he had, then they showed a table. Anyway, I digress. Here we go. The, su the Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. 
You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. Okay, this is Joe Biden attacking companies for shrinkflation, which is something that they've been forced to do because, well, the economy is so bad. And for those of you that don't know, shrinkflation, you get a bag of chips, right? And let's face it. They've already they've already scammed us on that. You open the bag of chips, they're maybe half full if that. Now there's even fewer chips. Uh, packaging is becoming smaller. Cereal boxes are becoming smaller, that kind of thing. So they can fit less in the packaging, but they don't change the price at all. They charge you just as much. And again, this is because of Joe Biden's economy. As he pointed out, the ice cream packages are getting smaller. I didn't notice the ice cream. Like, I think a Haagen-Dazs pint is still a pint. I was going to say, a pint is a pint is a pint. I don't know that his <laughs> Jenny's ice cream, I don't think they're they're shoving less Jenny's chocolate chocolate chip ice cream in there or whatever it is he's eating these days. Plus, that stuff's already $12 a pint as it is. But, but apparently that's it. Also, Joe Biden's not buying anything for himself anyway. He doesn't go to the grocery store. He just rings a bell and the nurse brings it to him, empties his bedpan, and then, you know, uh, goes on her merry way. But he's out there making this ad about shrinkflation and he's madder than heck. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. All right, so here's Joe Biden, who has made decisions in his short time in office, which have skyrocketed inflation, which have, have uh, I mean, tied up our supply chain, which have destroyed our economic vibrancy. He shut down oil production in this country and started importing from OPEC, uh, which they and they've jacked up the price, which means gas is through the roof. People can't spend as much on things that they want. Their paychecks are getting smaller. The value of their homes are going down. It's just, it's, it's financial mayhem out there. And Joe Biden and his tone-deaf White House and his tone-deaf communications department, they're out there going, who do we blame? Who do, you know what? It's, let's blame the company. Let's blame the industries. Let's blame the robber barons of the food industry, the ice cream companies and the snack companies. And we'll say it's shrinkflation and that it's their fault. And we're calling on companies to stop these unfair practices. The reason prices are going up is because the cost of everything is going up too. The reason prices are going up is because of the federally mandated minimum wage. We were reading an article the other day about $18 Big Mac meals. You go to, you go to McDonald's, you order a, a Big Mac meal, one Big Mac meal, it's like $18 in some places. And McDonald's had to explain to people, this is how much the Big Mac meal costs. This is how much it costs based on the economic factors that we're facing. Food prices are higher. The price of uh, to hire the uh, the labor to put the burger together and hand it to you through the drive-through window is higher, and none of and nobody wants to pay more for stuff that costs more to produce. And Joe Biden is now out there complaining that his ice cream is too expensive. I mean, I guess he's just gonna have to. He's gonna have to get another big fat check from China. Maybe, maybe you know what you do: blackmail another Ukrainian oligarch, and maybe you can get a little bit more money. Maybe Hunter can get another fifty thousand dollar a month job that he's not qualified for, so that you can afford your very expensive ice cream and Super Bowl snacks. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. Listen, this all goes together with with the in the ineptitude, um, shall we say, of the Joe Biden administration, of the DOJ, for example.
control of the Democrat Party in control. In fact, Joe Biden, after after the Robert Hur report, and just to remind you, Robert Hur is a special prosecutor that was chosen by Merrick Garland to investigate Joe Biden's top secret document scandal. Joe Biden, vice president of the United States, had top secret documents, some of them dating back to the time he was just a senator from Delaware, and he had them in unsecure locations. His office building in Chinatown, for example, in Washington, D.C., one that was also uh, at the University of Delaware. He also had tons of documents in his garage, unlocked, right next to his cherished and prized Corvette drop top in a box, no Secret Service protection around them, people coming in and out. Hunter Biden, a known crackhead, uh, being able to access those very documents because he rented that house and was seen driving that very Corvette. And I, I would imagine if you're getting into the Corvette, you are passing by the, the transfer case full of top secret documents that's laying right next to it. Um, and so this special prosecutor came forward, Robert Hur. he did an investigation. He interviewed Biden on several occasions, and he came to the very bizarre conclusion that Joe Biden was guilty. He came to the conclusion that Joe Biden was guilty of uh, inappropriate, uh, inappropriately handling these top secret documents. Then he came to the questionable conclusion that, you know what, uh, no jury would find him guilty, though, because he's a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, and they would just take pity on him. So they let him off the hook. Well, so, so to speak. They may have let him off the hook legally, but they basically torpedoed his, his uh, presidential career. And so... <laughs> So on the brink of all this mayhem, on the, on the cusp of this announcement, right after the entire world freaked out because the leader of the leader of the free world, the, the commander-in-chief of the United States of America, who has the nuclear codes, is now legally determined to be a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, they decided they would give him an assistant. So they have promoted John Kirby, he is now going to be named assistant to the president. Not assistant president. Totally not assistant. Assistant to the president. He's basically going to become the Dwight Schrute of the White House. Not the assistant regional manager. Assistant to the regional manager. John Kirby. Now, now can, <laughs> I kid you not. Every time. Assistant to. The, the White House is being run like the office. It's Dunder Mifflin up in the joint. And while I love Dunder Mifflin and I love the white the uh, office as a TV show, I don't want my country being run like it's the office. I 100% do not want that. I don't want the president to be so inept that he has an assistant, but not an assistant president. We must make the verification. We must make the general it's assistant to the president of the United States because we don't want anybody getting more power than they should have. And so John Kirby becomes Dwight Schrute. Uh, he, gets the, he gets the promo from national security spokesman to the expanded role um, in the White House. The official uh, who was who, the official who leaked this to the press said they're not authorized to speak about an appointment that has not been publicly announced and spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. Details of the expanded role were first reported by Reuters. Kirby came to the White House in 2022 as a National Security Council coordinator for strategic com uh, communications, not long after Corinne Jean-Pierre was named White House press secretary. He will run a separate team from the National Security Press team that will coordinate information across agencies. Uh, so now you're going to see an expanded role for Kirby. He will be assisting 
the president of the United States. Assisting him in what? We're not really sure. It could be he's assisting him in taking care of the, the business of the United States, of interacting with our foreign adversaries and our allies. Could be that he's assisting him in crafting and executing foreign policy. Maybe he's going to be assisting him with some kind of, you know, border initiative. Maybe he's just going to be, you know, helping him get his pants back on after he goes number two. Maybe he's going to make sure that he takes the AM pills and not the PM pills and the little flip up pop, you know, pop up pill dispenser. Maybe he's going to wipe the ice cream dribble off of his chin before he has to walk out and do a press conference where he complains about the cost of ice cream. We're not really sure. Maybe he's going to be the guy that reminds him uh, the names of important people and places. Like, for example, the name of the church where his son, Beau, got his rosary beads that he carries with him every single day. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Fatima. It's Fatima. It's Mr. Pat, it's Fatima. Every Memorial Day. Oh, no, that's correct. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. So again, congratulations to John Kirby on his not yet announced, but soon to be released appointment to not assistant president, but assistant to the president. We all know that assistant president is Kamala Harris. I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. But maybe not for long. She may be pulling a little a Dwight Schrute-style coup of her own, heading up to corporate and trying to take that job away from Michael Scott, uh, from Joe Biden. Uh, we'll tell you the details on that here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Do not go anywhere, folks. We've just, we're just getting warmed up. More Mark K Show is on the way right after this. Okay, so that means the Super Bowl will between, be between the 49ers and the Chiefs. Who do you think is going to win that game? I think that the, that the Chiefs will uh, beat the Woods. Beat the 49ers? Yeah. That was uh, Governor Ron DeSantis' son, Mason, correctly picking the winner of the Super Bowl. I mean, look, again, as, as I think about it now, the Chiefs did win the Super Bowl last year. I think they were favored. They do a pat. I mean, I guess it wasn't that. Plus, they have the Taylor Swift factor. Uh, 855-940-MARK is a number, which we will not be mentioning on today's show. 855-940-6275. One thing we will be mentioning, though, is Kamala Harris. Because more and more, the spotlight is on Kamala Harris. We talked about this a little bit last week, how Joe Biden basically, when he was running for office, he needed an insurance policy to make sure that he was never, you know, let's just say shoved down the stairs accidentally or, uh, you know, Clinton in some other bizarre way. He needed to make sure that nobody slipped something in one of his multiple booster shots that put us all out of our misery, uh, nor did he want anyone to use that dreaded 25th Amendment against him because he probably knew eh, the 25th Amendment would be something that would come up uh, from time to time in discussing his presidency. Well, now that the Department of Justice has deemed him a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory... He is much happier that he decided to choose his D-E-N-I VP insurance policy, Kamala Harris. I'm vice president and my name is Kamala Harris. Because the only person less likable than Joe Biden, the only Democrat with lower approval ratings than Joe Biden, the only person that people would want to have running this country less than Joe is... Kamala Harris. No, 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 no. 
yeah, 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 it's true. In fact, we have we have a recent polling that shows she is not just a disliked vice president, but the most disliked president in history. No, 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 no. And as we pointed out, Aaron Burr, while vice president of the United States, murdered a man. <laughs> and still has a higher approval rating than Kamala Harris. No, 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 no. It is it is shocking how uh, unlike she is. However, if she gets her way, if the uh, if the constitutionally bound um, House of Representatives and the constitutionally bound uh, cabinet, if they get together and do what they're constitutionally supposed to do, which is remove Joe Biden from office, then guess who becomes president? I'm vice president, and my name is Kamala Harris. Yeah, you're going to have to remove that vice from the beginning of that clip. Vice president, and my name is Kamala Harris. No, I president, said... and my name is... We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Now the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Watch how many people start saying the NFL is scripted. It'll come out. I mean, I feel like they've been saying that for years. But yeah, that was one of, I mean, it was almost instantly. It was instantly that people started going online to talk about how the, uh, to talk about how the Super Bowl was scripted because the Chiefs won and the Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, Taylor Swift, who we are not mentioning at all today during the broadcast. So if you're sick and tired of hearing about Taylor Swift, you've come to the right place. This is a Taylor Swift free broadcast today. Um, and so what we're doing is we are, uh, we are, um, you know, just reporting on all the other news, uh, but you know, the, the scripted stuff, I think the NFL did that to themselves because let's be honest, they also came out with an ad campaign where they poked fun at the fact that they have scripted their entire season. So, I mean, what are you supposed to think? 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. All right, folks. So here's the dealio. Uh, I got to chit chat a little bit about Kamala Harris because Kamala Harris um, is the vice president of the United States, as you may know from the clip that we play over and over again on this show. I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. However, if something happens to Kamala Harris, if she, uh, for whatever reason, um, you know, has to take the helm because of, oh, I don't know, that 25th Amendment that everybody wants uh, the cabinet to get together and invoke. And it really, if you think about it, the the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, it was his special prosecutor and his Department of Justice report that came out and said, hey, you know what? Uh, this guy who's running our country should not be running our country. This guy is a doddering old coot. He has a bad memory. We need to we need to probably not have him in charge. Where he's too he's too old and senile to stand trial. Um, that seems to me like something that you probably, if you can't stand trial, maybe you shouldn't be running the country either. Uh, so just based on that report, you would think that Section Four of the Twenty Fifth Amendment would come into play whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal offices of the executive department, meaning the cabinet or of such other body as Congress may by law provide uh, a letter 
to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. The vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. Now, people are confused by this. So let me clear it up because I wrote a I wrote about one of the I wrote about this in one of my Catriot dispatches over the weekend. Just so you know, just because just because it's the weekend and there's no live radio show to listen to, just because it's the weekend and there's no, let's say, live stream to watch on any of our networks, doesn't mean that we aren't at Catriot HQ working diligently on getting you information and news. The Catriot Dispatch comes out pretty much seven days a week. The Mark K Show airs on Newsmax TV both Saturday and Sunday. Check your local listings. We are 24 7 365 we never take vacations and when we do we make it seem like we're not even on vacation and you may never know we were on an airplane once and people thought we were broadcasting live from said airplane that's a story for another day it's hilarious and we really enjoyed it but we have the information coming at you every medium every opportunity possible and if you haven't yet signed up for the katriot dispatches that we send out every morning you can do so at markk.com m-a-r-k-k-a-y-e.com it's free and you also get a free copy of our katriot manifesto delivered conveniently to your inbox uh seven ways to defeat the lunatic left and have fun doing it um anyway that's neither here nor there so i was i was writing about it over the weekend and i explained the situation and a couple people wrote back and said nope that's not how it works let me assure you, it's that simple. Kamala Harris can call a meeting of the cabinet and she can say, hey, guys, listen, you, you guys read the DOJ, right? Right? You read the report, right? The whole thing about bad memory, elderly man, right? We got to do something. And, she's, and there's 26 members of the cabinet and the vice president. So if the vice president can get 14 members of the cabinet on her side, if she can get 14 members of the cabinet to say, hey, this guy, Joe, he gots to go. They just have to draft a letter, sign it, send a copy to the Speaker of the House of Representatives and one to the President pro tempore of the Senate, and bada bing, bada boom, Kamala Harris takes the oath of office and becomes 47. Donald Trump's campaign has to then unstitch all of the 47s from their hats and change them with 48s. I guess you could leave the four. You just take off the seven. You put it, because then Donald Trump would be running to become the 48th president of the United States in November. And if you look at it, I mean, it's not that far-fetched that somebody would, especially in the wake of what's going to happen um, in the election. Now, there's two big problems, of course. That is, <laughs> there's two big problems, and both of them are Kamala Harris. If Kamala Harris, uh, the vice president- I'm vice president, and my name is Kamala Harris. Becomes president. I'm president, and my name is Kamala Harris. The two big problems are, number one, Kamala Harris is president which nobody wants, and Kamala Harris would be the likely nominee for president in 2024 to run against Donald Trump. And we know that the only thing that would secure a Donald Trump victory faster than running against Joe Biden in 2024 is running against Kamala Harris in 2024. Hey, listen, let me just, I want to, I'm going to talk about my husband for a second. My husband, I love my husband. Mm. This is the woman who said, uh, when she was asked, are you going to visit the border, seeing as how you are the borders are, um, not today. <laughs> um, not today. <laughs> yeah, this is a woman who it just it has no answer for anything, laughs at her own jokes, which aren't even funny, and has become one of the, I guess you would say, 
just an emblem of ridiculousness and stupidity in the Joe Biden administration, which is tough to do because you're going up against Joe Biden. I don't know what's wrong with you young people. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> I mean, we can't, we can't, we ain't having that. We ain't playing that. We're not having that. We not playing that. So I believe that the majority of the cabinet, and I believe that probably even the majority of the House of Representatives, even though they're a, it's a slim majority of Republicans, I believe that they have looked at the landscape. I believe that they look around at what's been going on and they think to themselves, you know, golly, he may be old. He may be demented. He may not remember stuff. He may not know where Mexico is. He may not be able to pronounce names. He may have the nuclear codes. We may be on the brink of World War III. The economy may be in the toilet. The border's wide open. Crime just unhinged in every major city across the country. But I mean, it's Kamala Harris. <laughs> Do we really... Do we really want her? No, 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 no. And the Democrat Party has got to be in agreement. They're looking, okay, Donald Trump is leading nationally. Donald Trump is leading in in Georgia and in Nevada and in Arizona. And Donald Trump is leading in the Rust Belt. He's leading in Wisconsin and Miss, uh, Michigan. He's leading in Pennsylvania. Donald Trump is even leading in North. He's leading everywhere. Donald Trump, CNN has already declared that Donald Trump has won this thing with 272 electoral votes. And we haven't, I mean, we haven't even finished with Super Tuesday yet. Not only that, but all of these indictments are falling apart. Fannie Willis may be removed from the case because she was sleeping with that guy that she was paying money to because he was a special prosecutor, but also her boyfriend. And then you've got, of course, what's going on with Jack Smith, whose appointment may also be unconstitutional. Plus, the Supreme Court is going to allow Donald Trump on all of the ballots everywhere. And we're not really sure how they're going to decide when it comes down to presidential immunity. And they say he's got it. Then we've got nothing. And they're going to look around and go, Kamala Harris, she's going to make things even worse. There's no way we can do it. So Joe Biden's gamble could be paying off. Even though he half the time doesn't know where he is or what he's talking about, even though he can't remember things like when he was vice president and when he left office and when his son died and what happened in Afghanistan and the names of people that he just met, the big words like kleptocracy. Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy and klep... The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> just because he wants to lick the world. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. Yeah, just because he's going to roll the egg roll or be the guy pushing whatever. What was it? I'll either be rolling an egg or you know, being the, 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 you know, the guy who's pushing them out. Yeah, that's what we've got. All of the, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even, nobody even knows what that means. Poor was Al Roker had to stand there and watch the guy and just pretend like he had any clue what, what the president of the United States was saying. But it's still, think about that. This guy. I'll either be rolling egg or you know, being the, 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 you know, the guy who's pushing them out. Is preferable to this woman. We're not having that. We're not playing that. I mean, that's really what the choice. Before the choice of Joe Biden and Donald Trump in 2024, the first choice for president in 2024 is Joe Biden. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Or Kamala Harris. You buy a product, you've already been sold on the product, but you need some directions on the box usually, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, that's what we're down with. And the, once, once the, the, that decision has been decided, once the Democrats have said, hey, look, it's, we're going to go with Joe, then we look into the primary uh, season toward who's going to be going up against Donald Trump. 855-940-MARK is our number. Now, the vice president thing is totally different. If... 
and this is where it gets interesting. You know, let's, all right, let's, while we're gaming things out, let's just, you know, Hannah, they always say, let's game this out, right? I don't know if I've heard that, but I'll go along with it. You that. never heard, let's game this out? No. It means let's, let's take this all the way down and see what potentially could happen. It's a way to kind of figure out what your next like move could be. Like looking ahead? Right. Like here's okay. the thing, like if we, if we do this, let's look down the road and see what other dominoes like, are going like to fall. Like what chess players do. Correct. We're okay. looking like 10 moves ahead. Yeah. So. They get the cabinet together and they say, guys, we need 14 of you to write on the bottom of this letter that this guy's done with. They sign it. They deliver it. Kamala Harris becomes president. I'm president. And my name is Kamala Harris. I almost don't like to say it. It gives me chills. But <laughs> she becomes president. D Joe Biden, he's off. He's off to the mental ward or Rehoboth Beach or both. And all of a sudden, there's a vacancy in the government. There is no vice president. And the vice president has to be vetted and, and ratified or certified by both the House of Representatives, which has a Republican majority, and the Senate, which has a Democrat majority. Now, had we had a stronger majority um, in the House of Representatives, I would have felt comfortable. But that means that you're not going to be able to replace Kamala Harris with another Kamala Harris. You're not going to be able to replace Kamala Harris with a left-wing lunatic socialist from California. That would automatically, that would automatically get rid of people like Gavin Newsom, Adam Schiff, names like that, anybody who has been a proponent of left-wing ideology Anyone who comes from a sanctuary state like that where they've just thrown comments out the window would not get the go-ahead from Congress. The, the Democrats would need to select somebody who is left-wing but not a lunatic off-the-wall fringe left-wing lunatic like the majority of them are. And Michelle Obama would be totally disqualified because the Republicans, and I believe a lot of the Democrats, would also say, she holds, she's totally disqualified. So in the end, not only do you end up with Kamala Harris as president. I'm president and my name is Kamala Harris. But you end up with a vice president who Republicans would actually be able to stomach for however long that person is vice president. And if you end up with a president that the Republicans and probably a handful of Democrats would like more than you or a vice president rather, then your life is in danger. <laughs> it's the same reason everyone said Donald Trump will never pick Nikki Haley to be president to be vice president on his ticket because all of the never Trumpers like Nikki Haley more than they like Donald Trump. A lot of the Democrats like Nikki Haley more than they like Donald Trump. That's why they were giving her millions and millions of dollars. There's a lot of people out there that want to see a female president. There are a lot of just crazy people that don't like Donald Trump for whatever reason. And if they thought, man, if something horrible happened to Donald Trump, then Nikki Haley could be president of the United States. It's even it's easy money that something horrible would happen to Donald Trump and Nikki Haley would become president of the United States. Same thing happens if Kamala's president, whoever is vice president, would be more popular, more prepared and more liked by both parties than Kamala Harris. How do we know that? Because she's the least like vice president in history, including Aaron Burr, who shot and killed Alexander Hamilton while he was vice president. And everybody loved Alexander Hamilton. That's why that musical is so gosh darn popular. 855-940-MARK is our number. Listen, we got to take a quick break. Coming up here in just a little while, Hannah, what are we playing today? 
Generation Gap. That's one of our favorite games. Generation, well, I thought this was kind of apropos. I thought it was, it was poignant because we're talking about Joe Biden, who is now legally known as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. And since age, that Kennedy ad was talking about age. Nikki Haley's always talking about age. Age has now piggy, is not piggybacked. What's the other one? Leapfrogged. Right. When you jump over. Yeah. Uh, age has now leapfrogged both abortion, which was the Democrats issue of choice. And I believe immigration, which is the Republicans issue of choice. They want the Democrats wanted this whole election to be about uh, abortion. The Republicans wanted it to be about immigration. And now, thanks to the DOJ, it's all about how old Joe Biden is and who would be a better old person to run this country, Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Well, based on that, we thought we would play some generation gap. Now, that means we need number one. We need uh, somebody who is 60 years of age or older to play. We also need someone who is 30 years of age or younger. So 60 and older or 30 and younger. We need one of each. Call now, 855-940-MARK is our number. If you're in between, if you're like 31 to 59, grab yourself a drink, turn up the radio, <laughs> sit back, relax, and enjoy Generation Gap. Uh, we're going to line up our players. We'll play that here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK is our number. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. So this is fun. We usually get uh, people that are 60 plus right off the bat. <laughs> it's always the younger people that, you know, they're off They're off playing video games and, and you know, wilding. I don't know. What do kids do? Is wilding still wilding. a thing? Yeah. Yeah, wilding's a thing, right? Yeah. I know all the young kids are wilding. Anyway, you know but the slang. <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. I know all about wilding. Uh, but anyway, if you're interested, we have a generation. And this is a game we ripped off from Kelly Ripa. She did a little, you know, like a little summertime program because in the summer they show reruns, but then someone was like, why don't we just come up with new shows? Uh, great idea, BT Dubs. Sorry, Keith. Um, and so what we do is we have somebody who's 60 plus and somebody who's 30 or younger. We ask each other, we, we ask them questions from each other's generation to see who can get the most questions correctly answered. And whoever does wins a fantastic prize. We'll tell you all about that here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK is our number. Generation Gap is coming up right after this. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. In just a minuto, we're going to be playing some Generation Gap. Great game where we pit the older generation against the younger generation, and we see how much they know about each other, and we give away free prizes if they uh, who are, to whomever wins. 855-940-MARK. Before we get to that, speaking of younger generations and older generations, Hannah, you know there's always talk about AI. In fact, there was a commercial for AI. Microsoft has a new AI app that uh, they, they spent a boatload, uh, I guess, putting together and, and advertising yesterday. I actually downloaded it, but I couldn't get it to work. So. The app for AI? Yeah, it's called Copilot. Okay. Uh, your daily AI, right? I guess right. is what it is. <laughs> um, and you can just go in there and create an image of your dreams, generate ideas for wacky new products, uh, come up with quotes, all of this kind of stuff. And it's right there as an app now. It's very easy. Um, except, like I said, I had operator error apparently because I couldn't get it. <laughs> I couldn't get it going. But AI is a big thing, and there's this guy on uh, on X named High Res the Rapper. Okay. And I'm assuming he used AI because I don't know that Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump came together and made this rap song. 
but he made a rap song featuring Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump. I, will, I can't wait. Have you not heard it yet? No. Oh, well, let me be the first to bring it to you. It's your boy, Big Tucker. <laughs> it's your boy, Trump the Dud. Trump the Dud. Hey, hey. How, how did I get in the yeah, studio? Yeah, yeah. Everyone saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Fake news, no wonder, no one trusts ya. The United Nation filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker. Everyone saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Fake news, no wonder, no one trusts ya. The United Nation filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker. They tried to stop me from interviewing Putin. The whole world lost their damn mind and they're proven. The land of the free, just not speech, just confuse it. And pull up on Big T, you know that I'm shooting. By the way, there's a whole I love this. yeah, there's a whole visual video that goes along with it. Really? Just, well, this is an audio medium, so it's tough to. Oh, good, yeah. good, good, sharing. Yeah, I just want to make sure that I be real. I'm just a journalist getting to the truth. CNN and Fox are dead. No one cares about the news. Legacy media doesn't appeal to the youth. These politicians don't give a damn about me or you. You're George Stephanopoulos and Barbara Walters interview Putin, and so did other reporters. But as soon as Tucker goes to Kremlin, quick, all the lawyers. Apparently, I disrupt the whole new world order. Protecting. Ukraine before our own southern border. Start another foreign war so they can money launder. Money they want laundry. me to apologize, but I'm not sorry. The left is just mad. Yeah, me yeah. and Putin did karate. Everyone saying Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> Fake news, no wonder, no one Russia. The United Nation filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker. Everyone saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Fake news, no wonder, no one Russia. The United Nation filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker. Yeah, and then it goes on and it goes like two more minutes. But yeah, that's a high res the rabbit. Isn't that great? I actually really enjoyed it. See, this is why. <laughs> This is why I'm a fan of AI. When it's AI that you clearly know is AI or is there for parody's sake, that's why, like deep fakes and the whole weird porn thing is disgusting. But this to me is a great use for, if, in fact, I think that this is probably the only good use for artificial intelligence. Yeah, that is, was amazing. Is parody rap songs. <laughs> also, you know, when we play our, our, uh, our Mega Match game, which we should probably do that tomorrow. Yeah. All right, let's put that on the docket for tomorrow. Okay. 855 mark is our number. And speaking of games, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for something we like to call Generation Gap. Whether you're a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory or a young whippersnapper, it doesn't matter. Everyone can play. Well, except people between the ages of 30 and 60. They got to sit this one out. And, uh, and like I said, what we're going to do is we're going to get two contestants. One of them is 60 plus. One of them is 30 minus. Whoever gets the most questions right about the other person's generation wins a Mark K. Show prize pack. 855-940-MARK is the number. Uh, shall we meet our contestants? We shall. All right. First up, it looks like we have Mario in Palm Coast, Florida. Hi, Mario. How are you? I'm out Mark. How are you? Welcome back, Anna. Thank you. Mario, I'm a little trouble here. You're not on a speakerphone or a Bluetooth or anything, are you? Uh, more. Not anymore. Okay, good. Perfect. Yeah, fantastic. Good. Yeah. Busted. Anyway. Dang uh, it. <laughs> Mario, you're going to be playing against, looks like, Jacob in Oklahoma. Hi, Jacob. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Oh, doing great. We're doing great. Jacob, uh, how are how are things in Oklahoma? Uh, not too bad. The weather's always up and down. It was 30 degrees this morning. Now it's 60. Yeah, so. no, that happens. We, wow. get, we get the same thing here in Florida. It's really weird. Uh, Jacob, are you under the age of 30 or over the age of 60? I am under the age of 30. Oh, how old are you? I am 25. Oh, that, that qualifies. Mm -hmm. right. Mario, I guess that would put you over the age of 60. Is that correct? You are correct, sir. All right, we won't ask you your age. You can keep it. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> so now here's what's going to happen. Like I said, Mario, I'm going to ask you questions about Jacob's generation. Uh, if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, we'll give Jacob a chance to steal. And then vice versa, Jacob will ask you questions about Mario's generation and same, same rules apply. Does that sound good? Let's do it. Sounds great. All right, perfect. Mario, we're going to start with you. Listen carefully. In what town is the book series slash film series Twilight set? Repeat that one more time, please. Yeah. In what town is the book series slash film series Twilight set? What's the setting for Twilight? Gosh, I have no idea. Gosh, I have no idea. Is that your guess? Yes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> interesting. It's an interesting name for a town. Uh, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Jacob, do you know in what town is Twilight, the books and the film series, uh, set in? What's the setting? I couldn't tell you the town. I want to say it's in Oregon or Washington, but I couldn't. I definitely could not tell you the town. Mm. Hannah can tell us the town. Hannah, where is it? It's in Forks, Washington. Forks, Washington. Uh, so, yeah, you were close, but we needed uh, more specificity. Oh, that's a tough one, I guess, to start off with. Was it? I mean, not for you. Uh, but to for be fair, I grew up in Washington, so this is like a big deal. This I is mean, our claim to fame. I didn't grow up in Washington, and I knew that too. Uh, all right, Jacob, here we go. Here's your first one. Are you ready? Let's do it. Before CDs and cassette tapes, people played music on large cartridges that contained how many tracks? Before cassettes and Bef DVDs. CDs, compact discs, and cassette tapes, people played music on large cartridges that contained how many tracks? Oh, man, no idea. Oh, man. <laughs> no clue. You want to take a guess or no? I mean, I'm thinking of vinyl, but I don't know if that is before cassette. I don't know. That yeah. is yeah. way before my All right, yeah. <laughs> Words put you out of your misery. Uh, Mario. <laughs> Mario, before CDs and cassette tapes, people played music on large cartridges that contained how many tracks? Eight. That's right. <laughs> Got the old eight-track player. Slide it right in the dashboard. You cruise around in your Bel Air. Oh, that was amazing. That was a great time. Uh, Mario, good job. You got yourself. You guys, Hannah, do you know what an eight track is? I was going to ask. Okay. Does that, no, it's going to sound really dumb. Does that mean that you're like putting like eight CDs in and they like rotate? Okay. Yeah. That, is this right. not? Well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Mario, here we go. You got yourself a point. You also get the next question. Are you ready? Yes, sir. In which or, or which dating app does not allow the man to message the woman first? Which dating app does not allow the man to message the woman first? You know, if I knew the answer to this, my girlfriend would shoot me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, dating app. Um, five seconds. Do not know. Do not know. Do not know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good thing is yeah. you won't get shot by your girlfriend. So that's good. <laughs> well, that's good. That's yeah. a good thing. Jacob, which dating app does not allow the man to message first? Woman's got to make the first move. Well, conveniently, I actually met my girlfriend on this app. It's Bumble. Actually, she met you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Right. yeah. <laughs> that is right. Bumble is what we were looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? Bumblebee. Oh, because Bumblebee. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. We are all tied up. Jacob, the next question goes to you. Are you ready? Let's do it. Here we go. 
Fill in the blank, Jacob. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Blank. <laughs> plop, plop, fizz, fizz, blank. Finish the statement. Plop, oh. plop, fizz, fizz. Oh my god. I I I know no clue. You guys, you guys aren't big at guessing. I've noticed. There's no ge oh guess. My God. This isn't the SAT. Guessing won't hurt you here. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I spent more time around my grandparents, but I, know. I, I guess I did. <laughs> no, you should you should have called your grandparents way more. Mario, plop Honestly. plop, fizz fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Alka Seltzer. Because yeah. the Alka, you know what Alka Seltzer is, Jacob. Uh, it's that stuff, doesn't it like help with your stomach? Yeah, or yeah. You put it in the water? yeah. You drop yeah. the two tablets in the water, plop, plop, and then they fizz, fizz, fizz. Then you chug it down. Oh, what a relief it is. Alka Seltzer. Is that different than the stuff that oh, you put your dentures in? Totally different. Oh, okay. Totally different. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mario, you got yourself another point, And that means that you also get the next question. Are you ready? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Here we go, Mario. You're time for you to fill in the blank. Welcome to blank, home of the blank. May I take your order? <laughs> Welcome to Burger King, home of the Whopper. Welcome to Burger King, home of the Whopper. May I take your order? Is that your answer? Yes. That's close, but no cigar. Jacob. Oh. Jacob, fill in the blank. Welcome to blank, home of the blank. May I take your order? Oh, I was honestly going to say exactly what Mario said, but oh. I have no idea. How old, oh, are, man. How old are you, 25? I'm 25, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. I don't know. Do you want to take yeah. a guess? Probably not. Welcome to Applebee's? I, I have no what? idea. I, I don't know where to go with that. Welcome to Applebee's, home of feeling good in the neighborhood. Wait, is that Applebee's? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Hannah, what were we looking for? There? Welcome to Good Burger. Home, Home of, of the, the Good, good Burger. Burger. <laughs> it's may fine. I, may I tell you, who would tell everyone what a Good Burger was? It was um, a movie uh, that I think either came out in the early 2000s or late 90s, but they just came out with a sequel a in 2023. Yeah, Keenan and Kel. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. It. All right, here we go. Uh, back to you, Mario. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Here we go. Mario, when you gossip with your friends, <laughs> telling, you know, telling secrets, you are said to be spilling what? Repeat the question, please. Yeah. I sure will. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. When you gossip with your friends and you're telling them secrets and stuff, stuff you're said to be spilling the what? Your, your guts. Spilling your guts. <laughs> that's different. That's when you confess. That's, that's different. Uh, oh. Jacob, when you're gossiping with your friends and telling secrets and stuff, you're said to be spilling what? Spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. That's right. Oh. That's right. You're spilling the tea. All right. Which means, Jacob, you have just tied it up, and you can actually uh, pull ahead with this next question. Are you ready? Let's hopefully do it. Okay. According to Loggins and Messina, your mama don't dance. What don't your daddy do? Oh, daddy don't rock and roll. Oh, look at that. Wow. Yeah, oh, you, that one. you knew that one. Right. Big Loggins and Messina fan, are you? Or were your grandparents, I guess? 
I just, I think I've heard that at one point, yeah. but I have no clue what that's from. All right, perfect. Mario, are you ready? Yes, I am. Here we go, Mario. What social media app's icon is a white ghost on a yellow background? You're checking, Hannah? You don't believe me? No, no, I just White wanted to make sure it hasn't changed. Oh, it just on a yellow background. Yeah, what social media app's icon is a white ghost on a yellow background? Total guess. Casper? Casper. The Casper app for finding friends because he was a friendly ghost. Yeah. I get it. I see what you're no, doing. No, that makes yeah. logical sense. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Jacob, oh. do you know what social media app's icon is a white ghost on a yellow background? Yeah, that one's way too easy. It's Snapchat. That is correct. <laughs> it is Snapchat. All right, Jacob, here we go. Uh, this next one is a musical question. Are you ready? Let's go. Listen carefully. What item of clothing is the subject of the song heard here? What do you think? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to sing it in my head. Oh. Go ahead, sing oh, it. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> pressing my brain. Yeah, we kind of all want to hear you sing that. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. What item of clothing is the subject of the songs heard here? You've been a messin' where well, you shouldn't have been a messin'. And now someone else is getting all your best. Any idea? Oh, it's, these boots aren't made for walking. I know exactly. Well, that's close. We were looking for the item of clothing, and you said boots, so that is correct. These, oh, these boots are made for walking. These yeah. boots are made oh. for walking, and that's, that's just what they do. One of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you. Which, Jacob, means you have five points. Mario, you have two points. That's okay. You played a great Congratulations, game. Congratulations, Jacob. Congratulations, <laughs> Jacob. You are you are Generation Gap winner for today. Nicely done. Bravo. Now, uh, now uh, call your grandparents and tell them that uh, uh, to tell you congratulations. Hang on one second, gentlemen. We really appreciate you guys listening. That was a that was a fun one. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. That was a really good one today. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Listen, we have to take a quick break, but we have way more Mark K show on the way. Don't go anywhere. Stay right where you are. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. Incidentally, that song we played by uh, High Res the Rapper, uh, the one about the, the AI-generated Tucker and Trump song. There is a Biden verse as well, too. Please play it. Which we I stopped short of the Biden verse, and, and people complained. Let me play. This is the Biden verse. When I get in the studio, trucker, trucker, I, I wasn't a, why what? I was an eight, I drove a truck. Tell trucker Carlson that I drove a truck. No, Putin. My family used to live in Russia. By by, I, Ireland, Russia, Irish Russia. I'm an Irish Russia. I knew a Russian when I was younger. He, he was a bad dude. He would he would rub the head on my legs. This Russian, this Russian man in the back of an alleyway. Someone tell this Vladimir Kruton that he's got nothing on Scranton Joe. 
Everyone say Russia, Russia, Russia. Fake news, no wonder, no one trusts ya. The United Nation filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker. Everyone say Russia, Russia, Russia. Fake news, no wonder, no one trusts ya. The United Nation filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-627. It's high res. The rap. That was a very good song. Every time we pop up, everyone, one of those pops up, I always like to, I always like to throw it out there, you know, give a little, give a little helping hand to the up and coming conservative yeah. entrepreneur. I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of conservatism and entrepreneurialism and content creation and all that kind of stuff. Eight, oh, speaking of which, remind me when we get back, Hannah, to tell you the troubling news about our new book, Go Trump Yourself. Oh, no. Yeah, it's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K Show right after this. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Marquee Show. Sorry, Hannah and I were just uh, we were just debating whether or not I told her about the Apple Vision Pro headset back in June, which I don't remember, and it just also came out like three weeks ago. So I'm not sure like, how I told you about it back in June. It was like highlighting it. It was like, hey, this is this cool thing that's going to come out. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. And I showed you a video of it? You showed me a video of it. Interesting. And it was like this guy in his kitchen and... I mean, there's like different things, but it was like people in their house, like in the. Oh, I do kind of remember that. Yeah. And he was like getting a recipe or something. He was making the food and watching the recipe video at the yeah. same time. I do. Okay, I do remember that. That's all coming back. Yeah. Well, now the Apple Vision Pro is here, mm -hmm. and for those it, you, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, or or maybe you've seen it, it's big. It looks like big ski goggles made by Apple, and inside when you're watching the goggles is your computer. So, for example, you put on these ski goggles. And not only is it a virtual reality headset, not only can you be transported to, you know, the Mesozoic era or some kind of beach somewhere, but you can also just see your environment with screens popping up. If you have to take a Zoom call or a FaceTime, it just pops up and you see it in your environment. You can text message, all that kind of stuff. So naturally, everybody and their mother has been doing reviews of this thing. Well, everybody who can afford them, they're $4,000. Um, but I, or I think it's like monthly payments of two hundred and fifty dollars for like the rest of your oh, life. Oh yeah, nothing yeah. big. Uh, but anyway, so it is like four thousand dollars. But anyway, I saw Ben Shapiro. That guy has cash. Yeah. Ben Shapiro did a did a review of them the other day, and I have to say, since probably the best review I've seen him do since the Barbie movie. <laughs> okay. But he didn't ignite any children's toys on fire in this particular. Uh, review and I'll and I will say this: while you will uh, you'll you're going to start seeing people outside the uh, their, the safety of their own home or office wearing these things, and it's going to look like they can't see. They can, just like you can see through ski goggles. You can see through these things, but they're going to be wearing them all the time on planes, on trains, in automobiles, in restaurants. They're going to be chatting with their friends in the group. You know how like people in the grocery store chat with their friends now, and they just have their phone out. Yeah, and you're just like, who are these people talking to? And you think they're talking to you, but then you realize, oh, they're just having a conversation very loudly with their friend while they're grocery shopping. That's going to happen now, except instead of the phone, people are going to be walking around with these big ski goggles on in public everywhere. And I was explaining to Hannah, I don't, I don't think that's an appropriate use of these things. However, I could see them being uh, useful in the office environment. For example, if you had to do a Zoom call or a Teams meeting, like we have to do on Wednesday, don't forget yeah. um, <laughs> Valentine's Day and Lent. The first, oh, I wonder if I could give up Zoom calls for Lent. Maybe that'd be. <laughs> and a then good. you could have a, religi religious, I have a religious exemption. exemption. That'd be a great idea. 
I'll Please. also give them up for Lent. You're not Catholic. No, but like some some you know Protestant churches. No, but it churches. doesn't work. Not yours. Not yours. They don't. Um, you're anyway, right. <laughs> but, but I could see like you know putting on your goggles and then you could see the meeting and participate in the meeting and still be doing other work. That yeah. kind of thing. You know, like I could see that being beneficial. You don't have to be locked to the screen or the laptop. If you need to get up and move around, you're still visible to people and people yeah. and you, people are visible to you. So that I could see in an office environment. If you're transcribing something, like you know, sometimes you watch a video and you're trying to trans transcribe something, it's a good hands-free way to do that. I don't know. I could see in-office and in-home utilizations. If you want to watch something, but your wife is watching Vanderpump Rules, the total example, I'm not, this is not for my own life. This is just a total example. Your <laughs> wife's watching Vanderpump Rules, you know, to see you know, if, if Tom Tom stays open now that Tom, anyway, um, you could just put on your goggles and watch, I don't know, World Poker or something like that. There are, there are useful yeah. ways and still be together in the same room. So in the home and the office, I could definitely see potential. Walking down the street, though, I just think it's unnecessary. I feel like it's, like, dangerous. I feel like it's just not something you should be doing. No. And also, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now, something that does appeal to me is, and their first generation, they, Ray-Ban has partnered with, I want to say Facebook, which is never mm. enticing. But other companies are going to do this, and, and we're eventually going to land. Like, Elon Musk will be on this soon, and we'll get the Twitter version. But it's Ray-Ban sunglasses. Have you seen these? No. Ray-Ban sunglasses with a camera in them so that you can live stream whatever you see. Yes. And so if you're at your kid's soccer game or if you're, you know, I don't know, doing something cool or you're, you can live stream what you're doing. You do a little cooking show and you just, whatever you see. But the problem is it doesn't record video. It only live streams it. And well, I don't, I have no interest in that. Live streaming, you could just have it like set to privately live stream. Like to just say like one person Big and hassle. then you can save the I just want to know if I'm going into a meeting or if I'm getting called into a meeting, I can hit a button, have everything recorded for a later date when I need it. That appeals to me. Wait, are you going to tell us about the Ben Shapiro review? I just did. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us more. Okay, that's fine. Well, I mean, you could go watch it. No, it's I'll go your... watch it. I'll go watch okay, it. Okay, so Ben Shapiro is <laughs> no, in his no. little office no, no, and he's good. wearing his headgear. All of a sudden, <laughs> a dinosaur comes out of nowhere and Ben Shapiro goes, ah, that's scary. No, 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 that's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm Ben Shapiro. I'm here to review the new Apple Vision Pro. When I'm thinking to myself, Apple Vision Pro, blah, blah, blah. He's uh, the only one that talks faster than only you. Only person in history who talks faster. <laughs> Brian Kilmeade thinks he does, but he doesn't. Um, 855-940-MARK is our number. Incidentally, all of that was the art. I have to uh, talk about the thing that we mentioned earlier. Um, speaking of things that are fun for, you know, and entertaining and things you can use in the home or the office or anywhere, our brand new book, which comes out in March. Right. And, and you know, this is a pre-sale offer, just so everyone's clear on that. Uh, it comes out in March. It ships in March. It is, we, now when we release it, it's called Go Trump Yourself. Go Trump Yourself, 10 Ways to Live Like Trump in a Joe Biden Economy. Because Joe Biden's economy, mm -mm, ain't nobody living like Trump except for Trump. Um, so this is something, This is these are stories and anecdotes and lessons we've learned from our various interactions with members of the Trump family and, and from watching and living in Donald Trump's America. Just fun stuff that you might remember and that you could use to benefit yourself. Uh, and of course, it's not that long, it's not that short, it's a fun book. And what we decided to do was instead of um, having limited edition copies or up charges or anything like that, we just said, we're going to autograph the first 1,000 books. And that's it. And I thought to myself, no problem. Well, th this will be an offer that we can make for weeks. Guess what? What? We have like 112 autographed books of the 1,000 left. That's it? They went 
fast, man. Dang. So if you were one of those people that was like, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it next week, I'll do it next week, there's no more next week. If these things aren't gone by the end of today, they'll be gone by Valentine's Day, which is Wednesday. Oh, sure. So definitely grab your copy. It's at GoTrumpYourself.com. GoTrumpYourself.com. And you can figure out, uh, you can figure out, you know, What's next for you? Um, 855-940-MARK is our number. And again, once the, now once the autograph copies are all gone, too, uh, they're gone. We're not, there won't be any option for you to get one of those, and there'll be a price increase. So today's the day, folks. Uh, go TrumpYourself.com. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. All right, speaking of Donald Trump, he had a rally over the weekend, I believe in South Carolina, because, you know, South Carolina is the next big contest. This is the contest where we all believe that Nick, well, I think the last couple were the ones where we all believe Nikki Haley should drop out. But if Nikki Haley loses South Carolina, then everyone's thinking, man, Nikki Haley should probably drop out of this race. According to Nikki Haley, she's not going to drop out of this race. According to Nikki Haley, she's going all the way through Super Tuesday. And that is weird because she hasn't won a single thing yet. She has not won a single thing. She also is not going to win South Carolina. Also, in Nevada, she lost to none of these candidates. She came in second place to nobody. It was, I don't know who I want to be president, but I know who I don't want to be president, Nikki Haley. That got 69% of the votes. Nikki Haley got 30 so you would think that she would call it quits. She has not. She continues her 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 weird. I don't even know what she's doing at this point. Um, but she's doing her weird pursuit of, I guess, just a single delegate. She's like, let me just get one delegate so I know it was all worth it. Um, it's probably not going to happen. A and Donald Trump is out there campaigning in South Carolina. He said something about NATO, which people started to flip out about. He said this: of the presidents of a big country stood up said. Well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Okay, so he said, I, I would encourage Russia to do whatever the hell they want because these people haven't paid their fair share. And this is something he's mentioned before. He's talking about the NATO alliance, the NATO alliance of countries and of which the United States is a member. And the NATO alliance is an all for one, one for all, three musketeers type thing. It's like they're Aramis, Porthos, and D'Artagnan. I'm missing one. Athos, Arrow, what was it? Athos, Eros, wait, Athos, Porthos, Aramis, D'Artagnan. They were the four three musketeers. You don't. You never read that, Hannah? No. Oh, okay, right. Uh, anyway, uh, so the, the, this is the whole NATO thing. But the problem is the NATO alliance is not an equal alliance, meaning not every country pays as much as the others. For example, the number one country that pays for defense spending in NATO is the United States of America. But by a long shot... But by a long shot, the United States, for example, uh, pays, gosh, I want to say it's almost 90% of the NATO budget. And all of the other countries in NATO, they kind of throw in a little bit of change here and there. They like, oh, you pay the check, oh, we'll pay the tip. 
That's basically how they, that's how they do. And Donald Trump's like, look, you guys got to start paying your fair share. When he was president, he had people start paying their fair share. And when people pay their fair share, they get a little bit more involved in the process. For example, if you know that you're Germany or France or Poland or any of those other places, and you know that you've got to pay for a war with Russia, you're going to be you're going to be a little more apt to uh, not start a war with Russia. You're going to be more willing to use diplomacy. Uh, if you know that you're going to have to pay for a war with Russia, you might, you, might, you might act a little differently, especially if you know the United States is not going to pay. And that's all Donald Trump is saying. He's saying, if we're an alliance, yet I'm the one fitting the whole bill. So why is it that I should allow, if you're, not, if you're delinquent in your account with the power company, they turn off the power. If you're delinquent in your account with a water company, drip, 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 ain't no water coming out of the tap. Donald Trump saying the same thing about NATO. Of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay, you're delinquent. He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Okay, now, the media and Donald Trump's detractors and people like, oh, Nikki Haley, had a field day with this remark because <laughs> they now are saying Donald Trump is openly inviting Russia and Vladimir Putin to invade uh, allied nations in Western Europe. In fact, here's Morning Joe. It's just stupid. Like, he's... He is now so desperate to support Vladimir Putin and undercut America's allies in Europe. He's making up a sir story. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not even it's not even a it's not even a good lie for Donald Trump. Like this is you can tell he's losing it. Like he's losing his touch. By the way, a sir story is what Joe Scarborough calls, what Donald Trump tells these stories all the time. He goes, and the president came to me and said, sir, are you going to do this? And I said to him, I don't know, maybe I will. And he said, sir, please don't do this. Those are sir stories. Donald Trump has a bajillion of them, and Joe Scarborough hates all of them. This is when Elvis couldn't even get, he's so fat, he couldn't even get the scarves from around his neck to throw to the audience. He just kind of sat there and looked down and sang. Remember, you know, remember Heinz? when they had to hold the microphone yeah. for, for fat Elvis? When I he mean, the, <laughs> this, is, this is where the American media is going. Now, Donald Trump, of course, knew exactly how these people would react. He knew the reaction to this story. He knew how the media would react. He knew how the press would react. He knew, well, the American media and the American press, he knew how Nikki Haley would react. He knew that they would take advantage of this. In fact, Nikki Haley was talking about it just the other day. After it's he important said for Joe Biden and Congress to tell the American people why they should care, to give them the other side. And you don't hear that. The other side is that NATO's been a 75-year success story. We have not had war in the region. And if you look, Russia has never invaded a NATO country. They've invaded Georgia. They've invaded Ukraine. They've invaded Moldova. So we want to make sure that, yes, do we want NATO to pay more? Of course we do. But the last thing we're going to do is side with a thug. Keep in mind, Putin kills his opponents. Keep in mind that he has arrested Evan Gersovich, who's been sitting in jail just for doing journalism. I mean, look, Joe Biden and the Clintons do the same guy darn thing. So why are we being all self-righteous all of a sudden about what Americans are doing or who they're siding with? But the, the interesting thing about this is while Donald Trump predicted how Nikki Haley would react and he predicted how Joe Scarborough would react and he predicted how Jake Tapper would react and everybody else would react. The one thing he may not have predicted or 
I don't think anyone would have predicted, is how the NATO alliance countries are reacting. Because many of them have basically said, he has a point. He's not wrong. Oh. That was my impression of NATO countries. Yeah. Anyway. It I'll, was really good. <laughs> I'll share you their reaction here in just a minute as the Mark K Show continues. Got to take a quick break. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K Show is coming up right after this. <laughs> Mark K, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. So uh, Donald Trump, he was out on the campaign trails, and he's in uh, South Carolina, and he's, he's doing what Donald Trump does best. He is getting talked about. He is saying things that will get people to replay his comments and react to his comments and get the other candidates to make him the issue because Donald Trump always wants to be the issues. And he was in, he was in Conway, South Carolina, over the weekend at a rally, and he said this about our NATO allies. The presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay, you're delinquent. He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Yeah, because, you know, and that's the thing. It, it, that's an old that's an old mafia trick, you know, for protection money. You're like, hey, we'll protect you if you pay the money. But if you don't pay the money, then, you know, I can't I can't I can't tell what's going to happen to you. And then when they get a little bit of friction from uh, some from some, you know, uh, thug or criminal um, outlet, then, of course, they they come running with money going here. Here's the money. Please send in the uh, send in the protect. It is, and that's, you know, it's worked well. That's something that people have been doing for centuries. Uh, but what what what's happening now is. NATO ally countries are taking advantage of the United States and our generosity, and it's bankrupting us. Uh, and it's not, it's less of a NATO alliance as much as, as it is just the United States with a bunch of other countries uh, dragging around on our coattails. And Donald Trump's had enough of it. Surprisingly, the NATO countries, a lot of them, are pretty much see where he's coming from. We'll share that story with you right after this. Don't go anywhere. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Folks, breaking news, breaking news. Real quick, we have a mutton chop update. Ugh. So sad. Hannah's husband, Casey, for those of you that may or may not remember, was growing out his mutton chops because there may or may not be a best beard contest on the cruise that they're going on in March. Right. And it, even though they have not yet checked the activities directory of said cruise, there's always a chance. There is. And he wanted to be prepared. He wanted to take home the grand prize for best beard, so his mutton chops were being grown out. Hannah, what happened over the weekend? He shaved them and he got a haircut. What, what is happening? Is he trying to impress somebody or something? I mean, previously, when he first got the mutton chops, yeah. I had asked him to do that. I was like, why don't you just get a haircut? You yeah. know, shave it, look all nice. Right, and he was yeah. like, nah. No. And I like had quit. I'd quit asking. And so I'm like, I wonder if he was just like, no, I wanted to make it my decision. So he so he just went out. He didn't consult. You didn't even know? No. He no. just came back all he clean came back shaven. All clean shaven. Man. Just a mustache. 
There was a uh, there was an ad that I saw during the Super Bowl, which was kind of funny, with Chris Pratt. You know who Chris Pratt is? I do. Did you see the Pringles ad? I didn't watch the Super Bowl, so no. Okay, he came in with, he walks into a store and he gets some Pringles. Okay. And you know the, the character, he, and he has a mustache. He's got like a big handlebar yeah. mustache. And he got walks up to the counter and the lady looks at the can and there's the Mr. Pringles on it. Right. And looks up at Chris Pratt and goes, you know, you look like Mr. Pringles. <laughs> And he goes, no, I don't. And she goes, yeah, you do. And she took a picture of them and then put it online and said, does he look like Mr. Pringles? And then all of a sudden it goes viral and he's all over billboards. And then they do a Mr. Pringles, the movie, and he gets the leading role and he wins an Academy Award. And then the girl, they're like sitting outside eating Pringles. And she goes, I get a cut, right? Because she turned him into Mr. Pringle. And it, it just reminded me of that when you said wow. mutton chops. Something else that happened, and I promise I'll get back to the story <laughs> that I promised I would talk about here in just a minute, was, you know who Post Malone is? I sure do. He performed, Taylor Swift, who we're not mentioning during the show, did not perform at the Super Bowl. But Post Malone did. And he got up and he sang America the Beautiful, but he did it all countrified. Oh, beautiful for space. folky than it would be country but i mean he's got he had, he had like a an old you know old uh like corduroy jacket on and his guitar and it was just him and, and he had something that i've always been a big fan of which is a bolo tie you know what a bolo tie is of course i do it's like a it's like a leather strap a woven leather strap yeah. and a slide it's very popular with, with the cowboy culture or cowboy couture Mm -hmm. And I used to have a bolo tie that I wore, and I always knew that bolo ties would come back into popularity. I was like, because I love a bolo tie. I know you do. Ever since I was a Boy Scout, I was like, bolo ties are the you-know-what. Well, they wear them, don't they? Who? The the Boy Scouts. Well, they're called neckerchiefs, but it's a similar concept. Okay. And it's it's very, you take the neckerchief and then do the slide up there. But I used to wear a bolo tie as well when yeah. I was a Boy Scout. I was a, that was an approved Class A uniform you know, cool. yeah, addition. Uh, and and I thought, you know, why aren't they more popular? Well, now that Post Malone has worn one to the Super Bowl, I imagine that uh, I imagine that they're going to come back into popularity. So I'm going to start breaking out my bolos. Would you uh, Would you wear one with? I would wear one with like a cool turquoise piece on it. See, okay, that to me is that too girly. No, I just feel like that's too played out. Like that's what everyone thinks of. They think of the New Mexico turquoise in the silver. You know, what do you want? You can do. A, you, oh, there's so many. You could do like bolo a, ties. Like a skull. There could be a skull, an American flag. Uh, there's a bolo tie with. Oh, I saw one because now I've been shopping for new ones, right? <laughs> I saw one that has a real live scorpion. A live scorpion. Well, okay, it's a dead scorpion, but it's an actual scorpion, and it's been kind of encased in resin, and turned into a bolo tie, which you know, I you know, that. I'm a Scorpio. Like, I didn't know that you were a Scorpio. <laughs> I'm literally the most Scorpio person you've met. If you if you read what is the trait, what are the traits of a Scorpio, it's literally me. Yeah. It's literally me. So I was like, I get a Scorpio. That'd be cool. Um, there's one I saw, which was really funny. And it's just a piece of metal, a silver. And it has written on it, this is my first rodeo. I think that would be perfect. I thought for that you. was I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I think now that uh, I'm going to bring back, you're going to start seeing me in more bolo ties. Just FYI, I can't wait. I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah, you know, you don't have. Listen, I will. This is a promise <laughs> that I will fulfill uh, for sure. Eight five five nine four zero. Speaking of fulfilling promises, let's get back to the story about NATO, shall we? So Donald Trump's on the campaign trail, and he says, "I tell these NATO countries." The presidents of a big country stood up, said, "Well, sir, uh, if we don't pay." and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay, you're delinquent, 
He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Yeah. And of course, a lot of people on the uh, in Trump's base, a lot of people who were faithful said, hey, great idea. Why are we giving these things away for free? Why don't these people pay their fair share? You know, Barack Obama was a big fan of paying your fair share. He told Joe the Plumber. Joe the Plumber came up and said, why are you taking all my tax money? And he goes, we're just trying to spread around, spread the wealth around a little bit. Pay your fair share. Joe Biden said it was your patriotic duty as an American when he was vice president. Think about this. You want to you want to talk about a guy who has zero understanding of American history. Joe Biden, when he was vice president, told everybody, if you make more than $250,000 a year, you need to do your patriotic duty to pay your fair share. I don't know if he's familiar with the patriots of old, but they threw all that tea in the harbor, not because they wanted to do their patriotic duty of paying more taxes, but they felt that they were being taxed unfairly. And so they threw the East India Company's load into the uh, into Boston Harbor, thus setting off the events that led to the American Revolution and created this society where we now have new tyrants in Washington, D.C., who are taxing us out the wazoo. So that is not at all, spreading the wealth around is not an American concept. Putting America first is. And it's not that we don't want to help NATO countries, we just don't want to do it for free. We are a capitalist society, nor should we have to. And Ukraine, which people say is imperative, Ukraine has taken more money from us in the past two years than I think any NATO country has, probably all of NATO combined. And they're not even in NATO. Could you imagine how much money we would have to send to Ukraine if they actually were a NATO power, if they were actually in the alliance? These are people we haven't even aligned ourselves with. And we're giving them billions and billions of dollars. And Donald Trump says to hell with it. Well, European leaders were asked about Donald Trump's comments because Joe Scarborough was beside himself and Mika Brzezinski was horrified. And Nikki Haley says this makes Donald Trump unfit to be president. And Jake Tapper said something to Marco Rubio, which we'll play for you here in a minute. But everybody was just I mean, their heads were exploding all over because of what Donald Trump said about NATO. Well, what does NATO think about it? Funny you should ask, because Breitbart reports European leaders take Trump NATO comments seriously, but not literally, says the Times of London. Many European leaders concede that he basically has a point. The Times of London said in a rare concession to Donald Trump over his NATO comments that prompted pearl-clutching outrage by some... European leader, leaders reacted to Donald Trump's comments on NATO over the weekend in which he laid out his frustration at member states refusing to pay their way and yet still expecting full protection from America's military might and hence the U.S. taxpayer in two ways. The uh, Not a newspaper particularly friendly to the 45th president, the British broadsheet noted that some reacted with sheer horror, like Spain's Josep Borrell, who unironically accused Trump of unacceptably proposing an a la carte alliance, which is something that his home nation of Spain has done for years taken a la carte alliances. Others, the Times said in an uncharacteristic concession to Trump's particular approach to cajoling recalcitrant allies into meeting their NATO treaty obligations, realized this was actually an appallingly cavalier but necessary wake-up call. In their words, the response was to take Trump's comments as a statement to be understood seriously but not literally. 
President Trump had said had said last week, you don't you didn't pay your delinquent. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. Uh, the, the paper wrote, after all, many European leaders concede that he basically has a point. Defense spending is nowhere close to where they need to be if Europe is to take the primary responsibility for its own defense. This is a structural imperative that will hold true regardless of who winds up in the White House at the beginning of next year. Think about this. Europe. All these European countries, you got, you got, uh, I mean, you know, you know the thing. You got Switzerland and Germany and France and Belgium, and you've got uh, uh, Sweden and Finland and all the other. You got the great, the great Britain. All of these countries over there that basically border Russia. Russia's on the same continent. Russia is in Europe. Ukraine is in Europe. Belarus is in Europe. Moldova is in Europe. All these countries, Georgia, they're all right there. They share borders. Putin, when Putin sneezes, they Poland says Gesundheit. That's how close they are. And they're agreeing that their defense spending cumulatively is nowhere near enough to protect themselves without the guidance and the aid and the financial backing of the United States of America. Well, if we keep paying their fair share, do you think they're ever going to get off the couch and get a job? It's like that it's like that relative you have who's always come around looking for handouts but never seems to be doing any work. You're like, "Oh, you know what? I'm not going to give you any more money if you're hungry, go get a job at McDonald's. I hear they're hiring." If you're hungry, go get a job uh, washing cars. I'm sure there's, you know, I'm sure there's some pollen on someone's vehicle that needs to be hosed off and they'll give you 20 bucks for it. It's one of those, "Hey, listen, if you don't pay, you're not getting whatever it, it you can't walk into and this is the irony too you can't walk into any store anywhere and say hey you know what give me that thing and they'll be like do you have any money no i don't but just give it to me anyway because i want it i'm sorry if you don't pay you don't get it or if you buy something on credit and you're delinquent what do they do they repossess it <laughs> that's what i would do if i were donald trump i would treat it like a home you know for example let's take uh let's say well let's take spain for example uh, Joseph Borrell, he's he's horrified at this. What we do is we say to Spain, okay, we're paying you this much money for your defense budget. You've got to pay us back. And if you don't, we'll just take real estate. We'll just start giving us provinces in Spain. Start giving us, you know, some of your coastlands, some of your, some of your, uh, your, your mountain regions. We'll put up some Trump hotels, that kind of thing. You either pay us back or we're going to come in and we're going to foreclose on you. And then it's just part of the United States of America. And of course, we're going to protect the United States of America, but you'll be out of a job. Oh, you'll also have to pay us rent. And if you don't pay us rent, I hope you like Portugal. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, I think we have a couple phone calls we'll squeeze in. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K Show. We ain't even done. We got more Mark K Show on the way. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855 mark is our number. 855 Let's grab those uh, phone calls real quick. before. Oh, you know what? We did have a request, by the way. We had, you know what? We'll play the song request, and then we'll get to the phones. This is uh, from Randy Brumley. Mark K, Mark K, I'm mesmerized. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking. Mark K, Mark K, Patriot Brotherhood. Take the bad news and make it sound good Mark K, Mark K, I put off my day Can't work a lick until I get my fix A dose of information or laughter Helping me to understand Each day at six minutes after When the sensors don't shadow ban 
poke in the eye to people who lie and make me wanna cry. Marque, Marque, banner with Hannah, three hours a day, it's American. Marque, Marque, I love your show, like a game show host who knows the most. He talks about freedom, he talks about rights, gives a good word, keeps up the good fight. Marque, Marque, go another round, making relevant points with a humorous sound. Marque, Marque, and honey voice Tanner, she keeps the mood light, she's a pure delight. Marque, Marque, I'm mesmerized. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking with the Marque show. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking with the Marque show. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking with the Marque show. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking with the Marque show. 855 mark is our number. Jacob is in Orange Park, Florida. Hello, Jacob. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque show. Hey, Mark, how you doing today, man? Happy Monday. Oh, you too. It's one of my favorite days of the week. Uh, Jacob, what's on your <laughs> mind, sir? What do you want to say about this NATO sitch? So here's the thing, yeah. right? There's a lot of listeners out there that I think a lot of them get it, right? But there's maybe a possible few that don't. And what I was going to say is it, think about it this way. For mm. the people who have HOA, can you imagine paying 90% of the HOA in your subdivision yeah. to make sure the pools are up to date, to make yeah. sure the grass is cut, to make sure there's no soliciting. And that's kind of what it breaks down to is that we're paying 90% of the HOA for our community. That's right. And everyone else is just peeing in the pool and we're paying for the chlorine. That's it, brother. It's all about analogy. Jacob, I love that. I'm going to use that one next time and I'm going to, I'll credit you. Uh, Jacob from Orange Park says 855-940-MARK is our number. Taylor is in Dayton, Ohio. Hi, Taylor. How are you? Thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you too. What's up, Taylor? What'd you want to say? Is this about is this about the NATO sitch as well? Well, kind of. I just um I know if we wanted to be a peckerhead about money and property, couldn't China do the same thing to us though, since we're so far into debt with them? Uh <laughs> First of all, colorful language. I like that. Uh, could uh, China could? I mean, yes. If if, but the difference is, well, I mean, what in what way? What do you mean? We're not paying well, China I mean, so to, you, to protect us. No, you you're right. We're not. But we are so far in debt with them. They could be like, well, your ticket's punched now. Let's time to pay up. Yeah, we'll just take the whole U.S. They could call our debts at any time, sure, but they're not going to do that because they would bankrupt. I mean, they would bankrupt us and their relationship with us, and there'd be a whole. And then you, you're when you're making money on interest, you don't want people paying back your loans. You know, that's something that the credit card companies will tell you. Um, that's true. It's a very different. Okay. What what we're doing basically, what China did is loan us money and continue to loan us money that they know we'll ever, never pay back because that way we are constantly paying them interest, and they're they're using that money to build up their military. They're using that money to buy land here in the United States of America. They're building. They're using that that money to to create all these technological advances and harass our allies like Taiwan. That's what they're doing, and we should probably. Stay Stop that for sure. What's happening with our NATO allies is we're giving them money. They're not borrowing. They're not loaning. There's no there's no agreement that they're going to pay it back. There's no interest rate. It's just we will die if you don't give us money. And that's where Donald Trump comes from. He's like, look, you need to start paying your fair share, which, again, is a Democrat ideal. It's an Obama administration concept. Pay your fair share. Joe Biden said, pay your fair share. Millionaires and billionaires. What do what do Elizabeth Warren and 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 Bernie Sanders teach us? They have to pay their fair share. Okay, 
Well, there's a lot of millionaires and billionaires running those countries. In fact, all those countries have billions of dollars. Why aren't they paying their own fare, especially uh, paying their fair share, especially since the threat is imminent to the to their east? You know, you could Russia's got all of Europe and an entire ocean before they come and attack us. But if they want to attack Western Europe, it's literally it's real. It's right there for the taking, which Donald Trump has apparently invited them to do unless the NATO countries start cutting checks. 855-940-MARK. Listen, that, all right, that's it. We got to get out of here. We will be back tomorrow, noon Eastern, 11 Central, with another edition of The Mark K Show. Please join us, won't you? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.